All it takes is 10 seconds of insane courage. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to the Fired Podcast. Let's get this show on the fucking road. So, (laughs) this is a funny one. There's a girl that I kind of like. Long story short, I uh, was saying to a friend the other day, I don't know if this girl is flirting with me or not, because it kind of seemed like she was, but sort of one of those situations where it's like, how much of this potential flirtatiousness is just that person's personality and just the very nature of that interaction and the context around it, you generally talkative and in a there's a certain frame of mind so anyway not sure what to make of it really but I was talking to a friend about it and she said all it takes is 10 seconds of insane courage I was like what do you mean she's like just get her number or something I was like yeah but here's my list of excuses she's like no just 10 seconds of insane courage and I was just like what if like when I sat on that for a little bit I was like that's a fucking good thing to live by. Now, I'm not necessarily saying (laughs) go and ask every girl out or do this or do that. That's not what I'm saying at all necessarily. But what a great frame to implement in whatever area of life. 10 seconds of insane courage. Because when you think about that, right? It's like, yeah, that's an insane amount of courage, you know, in in certain contexts sometimes. Like maybe it's that step to leap out of an airplane or to start that business or whatever it is. 10 seconds. Even if it is an insane amount of courage, just knowing that the time frame of you holding that courage is only 10 seconds, that's pretty fucking sick. And so I've just been thinking about that a lot. Now, I don't know if it'll change anything about the situation specifically, but I just really like that frame. 10 seconds of insane courage. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show. Is it called Kimmy Schmidt or something? I, I, I've, I've only seen a couple episodes of it. But there's this scene where the girl's like, is she trapped in this well thing? She's trapped under some shit. And she's got to turn this like handle to generate, you know, water or something. I'm not sure exactly what it is. And they're like, how do you continually do that all day? And she's like, well, anyone can do anything for 10 seconds. It doesn't matter how unbearable it is. If you only have to do it for 10 seconds, I can do it. So she just counts to 10. And then when she's finished counting to 10, she counts to 10 again. And she just keeps reliving these loops. And it's sort of almost taking the piss because it's like, yeah, anyone can do anything for 10 seconds. So I just break everything up into 10 seconds. And I just continually do 10 seconds for two minutes or whatever it has to be, 10 hours. And it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, that's fucked. But it's also like, well, that makes perfect sense. Think of the gym. Right? I don't know if you guys have ever done like plank, especially like weighted plank with a lot of weight on your back trying to do a plank. Now, it's hardcore. But one of the things that gets you through something like that, when your fucking abs are just burning, is having the timer there, looking at the clock. And I often say shit like that. I'm like, man, I can fucking do it. If the target is three minutes 
and I'll want to give up at two minutes and 30 seconds. doesn't matter. I, I know that I've got 30 seconds left. I'm like, okay, well, 30 seconds. I, I can hold it for 30 seconds. And worst case scenario, if I die, like if I fucking can't do it, I'll probably get 20 something seconds. More than I thought I would if I wasn't timing. I was like, nah, I'm feeling sore now. Just because there's no consequence. Similarly, another example from the gym, you know, like you have a target, right? It's like, oh, I want to hit 10 reps. I want to hit 12 reps. Even if it's, I want to hit three or five reps. I'll often, we'll often talk to each other when, before we do it, something like that, like, especially with bench press or something like that, where we're really trying to push the weight. We'll often say like, how many you want? Oh, I just want to get four. I get four, I'll be happy. And sometimes you'll make six and sometimes you'll just get to three, right? But it's just having that number because it's like, oh, fuck man, my target's four. I've just done three and I want to give up. But my target's four. Oh, I'm happy to push it all in for this last one. And sometimes you can't. Sometimes you go and the, the weight just doesn't go up. <laughs> we call it sword in the stone. <laughs> It's literally like, I'm pushing, nothing's happening. And then they just got to take the weight. <laughs> That's why you have someone who, um, who spots you. But it's all the same kind of thing. The numbers at the gym don't necessarily correlate. Oh, well, if you can do 10 reps, then you're going to get this much muscle. It doesn't necessarily work like that. But just by way of you having a number to hit, you'll go further than you think you can. Imagine if we weren't counting. Or maybe sometimes you get four, maybe sometimes you get six, and sometimes you get fucking 12 on the same thing. Here's the other thing as well. When I run, like when I get to 12 or something, and even if 12 is my goal, if I feel like I've got a couple more that I can sort of bang out, then I'll do it. But often when your target's 12, you're feeling great at like six or eight. But then when you get to 10, those last two are really hard. That's the beauty of those last two. That's where the real work comes in. Arnold Schwarzenegger used to say that. You know, it's it's the 10th, it's the 11th rep where the muscle actually, you know, where it actually hits the muscle. And those are the those are the reps that give the muscle the most growth. Now, I don't know if that's correct or not. I'm not a fucking fitness professional dude, but Arnie's pretty jacked. So even if that's just his belief system around it, what we know about belief systems is they end up, creating reality so it's real for him even if it's not real for everybody else and so that's a belief system that you might want to adopt so just think what are all the different ways you could incorporate a belief system like that into your life you know just 10 seconds of insane courage i can do anything for 10 seconds okay i'll just do it for 10 seconds one of the things i learned a few years back in, a, in an old job was it actually takes your brain on average 15 minutes to change between tasks. Even something as simple as going from answering phone calls to sending emails, your brain will actually take about 15 minutes to adjust, which sounded crazy to me. I'm like, well, I know how to write an email, but I'd find some days I'm just like, man, I just, I'm scattered. Like I just can't seem to fucking do this thing. I'm, I'm writing emails and I just feel like the words are starting to, aren't coming in. I know I'm good at doing emails. I'm very professional. I've done it for a long time. What's going on here? And then slowly, like, it would just like a switch would flick in my head and I'd be sweet. And I'd be like, oh, cool. I can write emails again. Just for a few minutes there, I couldn't. Well, there we go. That's why. 
So often, when we sort of feel like we can't do something or we're trying to do something and it's just not working, it's not really showing up for us, just wait 15 minutes or do 20 minutes or half an hour and then see. And if you're still really not feeling it and it's not working out, cool, put down the fucking book, turn off the computer, whatever it is. Go do something else, come back. Because there's, there's wisdom in that too, which I'll touch on in a second. But often once you get past that 15, 20 minute sort of hurdle, you'll actually get into flow. You'll get into, so like you'll start picking up some momentum and you'll find you're pretty productive and you, you might smash it out. And you, you might even find you enjoy yourself. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Maybe. In a world of infinite possibilities, anything's possible, right? And if it doesn't work, as I said, take a break. For instance, I went snowboarding uh, a f- couple of years back. It wouldn't have been last year because COVID, right? But 2019, snowboarding for the first time, we did it. We did five days on the slopes. And it was if the first, first day was obviously a struggle. I didn't really know what I was doing. The second day I had some lessons, but it was much icier, so it was harder. And I kind of just stayed in the more training part. Um, like the, the, the beginner slope. Uh, and I just kind of just kept doing runs on that, just trying to practice different ways of turning and little bits and pieces of stuff. I think day three was okay. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was only four days we did. I can't remember. The point being though, there was basically, I built up this momentum and then I got to this point where I just fucking, I just died. It was like my body just was just so dead. I just had nothing left. And then the next day, Nothing, I didn't do anything different, I felt, but I just rocked up and I could suddenly do it. It was so weird. And then pause again, right? I went, so that was sort of the end of that trip, but didn't snowboard again. But then about a month or two later, maybe a month and a half later, I went back and we just did a day trip one day and it was just like effortless for me. It was just so, everything felt so easy. It's like, well, why is it easy? I haven't been practicing. Or maybe because you put it down for a second, your unconscious mind figured it all out in the, in the meantime. You know, like how important is rest when you're working? Similarly, after that, I wanted to get good at snowboarding and I was watching a lot of YouTubers. This was last year and everyone was riding these one wheels, all the YouTubers that I was following, which is kind of like a snowboard sort of thing that was invented by a guy who was a snowboarder in Canada. And it was the, it's kind of designed to be like a, feel like a snowboard, but like on the road, um, which is really cool. You sort of collide and float along. It's the best thing ever. And the whole first 24 hours, basically, I was struggling to even stand up and get balance on it. I just kept falling off because you sort of have to achieve balance before it'll engage the motor and start moving. And I just couldn't get it. And then, so I just sort of kept doing, you know, little increments. Like I might go out there for an hour or something or something similar and uh, get nowhere, (laughs) you know, move a few feet. And then I remember after one sort of, you know, I was sort of chilling and resting and I was like, ah, you know, it's probably going to be dark in, you know, the next hour or so. So why don't I just go back out there and just while I've still got some light, you know, give it one more go. And when I did, something just happened where I just immediately got balance and then stayed having balance. And then I just kept moving. And I didn't come off for ages. And I, I could just continuously do it. I was like, what the fuck? 
Literally nothing's changed. The only thing that's changed is I gave myself some time. Similarly, going back to the gym, some days you just don't have it. Maybe you haven't eaten enough, gotten enough sleep. Maybe your muscles are just fucked. Who knows? Some days you just, it just feels like you can't lift anything. Another day you rock up and you're just like, man, I'm really strong today. Look, I'm just smashing it and powering through it. Maybe you've eaten more. Maybe your water intake was better that day. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we just built some strength over the last week or something. So it's not always a consistent thing. Sometimes you need to give yourself a little bit of time. Maybe that's time off, time away from the thing. Maybe that's spending a little bit more time on the thing. Getting past that 15-minute barrier. Or maybe it's just having 10 seconds of insane courage to do that thing that you're resisting. Because what's interesting is on the other side of that door is the thing that you want. Because generally speaking, your life doesn't just end when you ask someone out or you try and get their number or something and they're not interested or whatever. It's that limbo of like, oh, I want to do something, but I'm too scared. That limbo is the most frustrating, shittiest place there is. Being on the page where you're like, oh, cool, I know that this is sweet and you're not interested. Cool, I can fucking move on with my life and be interested in someone else now. So isn't it funny? What role time can play in our lives, on our journeys? Sometimes... We need time away from the thing, away from the practice, away from the grind, away from the physical doing of the shit to let our subconscious mind figure it out in the background or let our body slowly figure out what our brain already knows or whatever it might be. Develop that connection that seemingly is harder to do when you're there. Somehow by magically walking away, everything just sorts itself out. It's crazy. Sometimes it's really just pushing past that little initial hurdle and giving your brain the time to adjust, to get momentum and to start flowing and feeling into what you're doing. Sometimes that's all you need and you might find that you even enjoy it. (laughs) Wouldn't that be crazy? And... Sometimes it's just deep breath and 10 seconds. Hold yourself, hold space for 10 seconds. What a fucking powerful shift that can happen when you allow yourself to hold a space of 10 seconds of insane courage. And to end this off, there's a few ways people can look at the world. That life is happening to them. They're at the effect end of the spectrum. Or that life is happening for them. And they're at cause. This has come to serve me. Right? So in this way, with this use of time, 
or we bring the power back to ourselves. We're no longer saying this time is just happening. We're making a conscious choice to use time to serve us for our best intention, for our greatest growth. So in that way, we're not allowing time just to pass. We're using time for us. So no matter which of those three things you feel is the one that you need to do right now, use your time for you. Thanks for using your time to tune into today's episode. Peace out, team. Chick, chick. <laughs>